0: Welcome to the Rob O'Donnell Show on W.I.L.K. News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. If you want to watch it on your time, wherever you get your favorite podcast, just search the Rob O'Donnell Show, and you'll find the Rob O'Donnell Show on your favorite podcast platform. You can listen when you want to listen to, pause it, pick up when you left off. If You're going on a long ride, you know, you can pick up a couple of shows, a couple of days, and listen to, uh, you know, two or three days at a time to get you where you're going, because we, you know every day we talk about something different here. It's 5.09 here at the station, 81 degrees with that hazy, hazardous weather out there. You know, be careful. It just basically says polluted. That's what the air says when you look it up in, uh, on my computer here. Um, We're going to talk about a myriad of things in the last hour here on the Rob O'Donnell Show. If you want to call or text 570-883-0098, Let's kick it off with uh, Joe from Berwick on fraud and welfare. Joe.
1: Uh, hello, Rob. Uh, so, listen, you know, what's amazing to me is when I hear people who never go out into the real world talk about the, the idea of whether or not there's fraud in our welfare system. You know, what you and I know from having been out there is that the entire uh, illicit drug scene on the street. Would collapse if it wasn't for the welfare money holding it up. and what, what what the government acknowledges like because they have to what they acknowledge as being fraud, and this doesn't even come close to the fraud that actually does exist and 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 how the system is designed to allow it to happen. Uh, and what I I remember the inmates used to tell me about this, you know, and and what people don't want to admit is that the, the this ridiculous system that we have going right now has destroyed whole segments of our society, where no one wants to live there. And, and they, the first chance they get, you know, people with any sense get out of some of these communities, and businesses will never move in. Because the entire work ethic has been so destroyed by uh, the, the welfare mentality that exists. So, what, what when we talk about fraud, and what they, like I said, what they admit as being fraud, and the fraud that actually exists are two different things, and it's far worse than anybody. Well, you people like you and I know it. People who work in hospitals and, and oftentimes, within the welfare system, they know it as well.
0: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And it's widespread. It's it's not like a a, a rare occurrence. It is widespread. Matter of fact, I'm going to talk about it later in the hour, you know, for here in our area. Uh, and, you know, it's one of the fixes, enforcement, good enforcement on these issues, not only c- uh, not only catch and punish the ones who are doing the abuse, but it's a deterrent for future. If they know you're looking at these things, if they know they're out there enforce- enforcing these types of frauds, be it, you know, your, your food stamps or your EBT cards or your S- Social Security or, or anything like that, a disability or any disability, you know, if you're collecting workman's comp from your job, you know, that's fraud. Uh, you know, when you crack down so, on that, it benefits society.
1: It's e- even, Rob, to show you how easy it is. There, there are no, there are no means testing. If if someone brings their kid into a doctor's office and gets them diagnosed with ADHD, that person can be a high six figure income earner, and they're going to turn to that person and say, "Hey, you can get SSI for your kid." Just it, like like automatic because the kid's been diagnosed and, and that that's how it is. That's what I'm talking about with how how broken the system is.
0: It, it truly is. I, I appreciate you, call, Joe. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and he he uh, he picks on uh, he he picks up on a bunch of stuff and and one of the things you know I'm going to talk about here. Um. Actually, not here. We're going to talk about it in the next segment. But uh, where I'm here is this: this new, this new rule, this new policy that the Biden administration has pushed through through the Federal Housing Finance Agency, the FHFA, which changed the loan level pricing adjustment. You heard that right. The loan level pricing adjustment, essentially modifying the equation for how costs are decided for loan applicants. Basically if you have over a uh, 700 credit score, if you have over a 700 credit score, you'll be charged a higher fee when you get a loan by this federal housing finance agency to help supplement people with under a 700 credit score. Now, uh, Senator Mike Braun, Republican from Indiana, says the average American has a credit score of 716. I find that hard to believe, but if he's saying it here, it's printed, I'll I'll go with it. Who is helping uh, lead the effort against this? The Biden administration is making home ownership more difficult for everyday Americans by raising rates for most people with a credit score above over 680 to subsidize risky borrowers. They are punishing you because you have a better credit score. They are punishing you because you were fiscally responsible. You lived within your means. You didn't take out extended credit. You paid your bills on time. Now you're looking to buy a house, and you're going to get paid, you're going to get charged more. And it's not just a little bit more. It's going to be, you know, a substantial hit on you. And the mere fact that This is circumventing Congress, and I applaud these senators for making it a a congressional issue because, again, this was a a sneak around our elected officials to punish us to make things more equitable. You know, critics point that the, uh, the FHFA's appeal to equitable loan offerings as evidence of the plan's intent that combine with major components to change enough to keep the rule embroiled in controversy. The change in question applies to only certain loans backed by Freddie Mac Fannie Mae. The Urban Institute has pushed back on Republicans claims that the plan, arguing that when accounting for the cost of the mortgage insurance borrowers have to purchase when putting down less than 20%, the alleged subsidization does not hold up. Republicans compared the effort to President Joe Biden recent federal action to forgive hundreds of billions in federal student loan debt. Folks that have worked hard to save up and build good credit shouldn't be punished for doing so, said Senator Rick Scott of Florida. People who are responsible, like those who have paid off their student loans or Americans who have worked hard to build good credit, should be seen as role, model, role models, not piggy banks for the left. And that's pretty much as straightforward as you can put it. They are punishing people for being frugal with their money. They are punishing. And if you don't think charging you extra simply because you did the right thing financially is a punishment, you're lying to yourself. They want to make you think it's not. They want to think you're doing your part. You're doing your part to help others purchase a home that maybe weren't so frugal, that maybe weren't... We've lived with these people. We're in the same community with people who are less frugal with their money, less financially savvy. It's savvy is a bad word. It's people who who overextend themselves because they want the flashy, shiny things. I have family members that've done it. You have family members that done it. I'm sure. We have neighbors who've done it. You know, they have to have that fancy furniture. They have to have that new car they have to have that fancy toy they have to have that fancy definition tv they have to have this because that's you know that's how they they make themselves whole and they overextend themselves you know i had many battles with my wife when we just bought our first house and we're just starting off you know we bought things that we could afford we bought things that i knew we could pay off and wouldn't overextend us i've played my life very safe when it comes to finances you know, I did not go to the furniture store and buy six rooms of furniture because it was 0% down and pay nothing for three years. And, uh, you know, we'll figure it out in three years. And we had friends and family that did exactly that. And we didn't. We had the furniture we had. You know, we bought a room here. We bought a room there. My first headboard in the, after we were married, I made with my own two hands. It's a nice wooden headboard, had nice shelves, you know, a nice unit for our bed. I made it with my first two hands because that that was more frugal than going out and buying an entire bedroom set. The nightstands I made. It's how you live your life. And this isn't, you know, we're helping people. We, we, so, we lived through this already in the housing crash. We went through very similar to this. There, they were giving out entire loans to people who shouldn't have had loans. Yeah, well, I make $38,000, and my my wife weeks works part-time and makes $26,000. Oh, here's a $400,000 mortgage. That's what exactly what they were doing. Now, here they're not doing that, but they're charging us now a higher fee to supplement other people who are more risky. And again... Their credit score is a a gauge of that. That's all it is. People run into issues where their credit scores get dinged up. I get that. And you work your way out of it and you repair your credit score. If you haven't repaired your credit score, if your credit score is still getting beat up because of the things and lifestyles you've, you've made for yourself, then I'm sorry. You have to live within the means and the parameters that you've given yourself based on the financial gauges that society has created. The credit score happens to be one of them. You know, in addition to your credit score, you have your W-2s. You have all this other paperwork you fill out when you do a mortgage. You know, proof of employment. You know, how many credit cards do you have? How many, you know, if you pull up your credit score, it'll tell you point blank how many lines of credit you have, how many credit scores you have, what your balance is on each, how much credit are you using out of your total credit. It's not rocket science if you're responsible. And I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. ...of being punished because I was responsible and others weren't. And I'm sure you are. Because the great majority of us are responsible. But they're making policies... ...and disguising it over equity... ...and all these other fancy words they want to put on it. That's tearing this nation apart. And that's what it is. They want, they want us to pay for student loans... ...for loans we didn't take out. They want us to pay extra penalties... ...for people who were poor with their money... Poor planned with their money growing up. Enough's enough. And it's always circumventing Congress. Put the Congress's names on it. Put representatives, put senators, I don't care what party, put their yay or nay vote to this. See where they stand. If they really stand for the middle class people, because that's who this is hurting, the middle class. Senator Mike Braun from Indiana proved that just there with the medium credit score, saying this would punish every medium credit score in America. 521 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell show in a minute. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, partly cloudy with seasonal temperatures, high 65. Wednesday, warm and mostly sunny, high 85. Thursday, hot and humid with some pop up thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 87. Friday, scattered showers and storms. High 85. Uh, it says the air is poor right now. It's 81 degrees in our station in Pittston. Yeah, we're in the orange now. It's 522 here at your official weather station, WILK. And this traffic update is brought
2: to you by Pentella Data Internet. They're slowing in both directions on 81 between Scranton and Wilkes-Barre. Just beware of that. We also have uh, traffic going well below the speed limit as you head through construction. 81 northbound at Waverly. Out on 80 west, they are clearing up an accident that happened a bit ago. You, you are backed up around Nescapek, Cunningham, and we do see some heavy traffic heading into the back mountain on Route 309. South Memorial Highway, as well as on North River Street in Wilkesbury. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic.
0: Thank you, Nikki. We're back with the Rob O'Donnell Show here. It's 526, 81 degrees in uh, that hazy, miserable haze outside. Uh, you can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Angelo from Madisonville. How are you, my friend? Good, buddy. Good. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Oh,
3: Great, great. I, I'll tell you what. I know you, you ain't got much time. Your show's almost over. But I, I went to therapy today. And then after therapy, we uh, we went for uh, breakfast. And uh, so on the way out, we were in Dunmore. And I talked to a few people. And I had a little bit of debate in front of a restaurant. And uh, they're trying to tell me about the secret service. Now I had a good friend that worked for the secret service and he's talking about the cocaine that was found. I, you know, there wasn't an argument. It was just a friendly debate, but I told the guy and I said like this, they know where they found it. They know where it came from. They know who put it there and it's none of our business. And when it's our business, They'll decide when it's our business, and then they'll tell us. And he says, "No, nah, I don't believe that." I says, "Believe it. You know, the government ain't going to tell you everything. These organizations or these law enforcement people, they don't. They don't. Uh, it, it's not a law that they got to tell us everything that's going on. And and you know, so you know, I had a little debate about that. Of course, the uh, one guy agreed with me. The other guy disagreed with me. You weren't law enforcement." For a long time, I got relatives that are still in law enforcement, and I did security I know how it works and and uh you know I felt bad, but you know not everybody's going to agree with me and I'm not going to agree with everybody else, but rob, that's the way it is in my opinion. You know what i mean I can't help it,
0: but uh, all is well. I I do, and also what they're being told that they can and can't say from from the political hierarchy that's there. I mean, Secret Service handles the security. That that's pretty much the way it is there. You know, I've spoke to members there. There are no cameras in that part of the West Wing. I, I confirm that there are none inside there. But I mean, this entire event, regardless of who it belonged to, regardless, makes the Secret Service, who's in charge of the safety, security, and well being of the White House, and and everyone in it look bad because this white powder regardless of what it was got in and it was there now that white powder could have had if it you know cocaine with fentanyl in it it could have been anthrax it could have been anything so it makes it makes the security processes of the white house look bad and they're by all means going over that and i don't care if if joe biden himself brought it i'm not saying that but i don't care if it was him himself in there The mere fact that it got in there and it got put down and wasn't identified immediately, wasn't, you know, swept under the rug immediately, it got out there, the mere fact that we know about it shows that the processes there aren't working properly.
3: Well, I agree with you. You know, we had a debate today, and, you know, I, I try to tell them a few different things, but, you know, you can't, if somebody has something stuck in their mind, I don't care who it is, they're not going to change. You know what I mean? Like, they're just stuck in their head. But I agree with you. I can't disagree with you.
0: Yeah, and if, but, they know, if they know exactly who it is and the president's chief of staff tells the head of the Secret Service this goes no further than this room, then that's that. It goes no further than that room. And, and that's just as that's just where it's going to go.
3: That's what I try to tell them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no matter whose it is or what it is, you know, okay, got in there. Uh, you know, and if somebody messed up, but if they're told not to not to uh give out information they're not going to give out information that's all it's doing
0: it. plus security measures are one of the exceptions for any foia so as all the secret service has to say it has to do with the security of the white house there's no comment and that's the end of it uh they can't you can't foia it you can't get records on it it's just as simple as that you know it's it's a security issue at the white house they're handling it they're on it they've investigated to the to their capability based on the evidence they have and it's an end of story and that's pretty much why after that week it was like well it's done that's it and we didn't get anything after that
3: i told i told the the guy i said listen to rob uh today i'm gonna call in and i can guarantee you that he has the right information and he'll 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 set you straight listen to him you know like he listened to you a couple times i guess he was busy but he loves the show you know what i mean like uh I said, well, you got to listen. You, you know, maybe you'll learn something. I learn something new every day. So, I mean, like, uh, don't be narrow-minded. Open your ears, close your mouth, and listen. You'll learn something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, uh, what like a Texas
0: just said, it is the most secure building in the world. It got in there. It's there. It makes them all look bad, regardless of who, if they can identify whose it is or not. Um, but... They don't have to comment on it further. They did their investigation. They can say they did their investigation. And anything other than from this point on, I would assume would be no comment from, from the Secret Service because it's not foia You cannot request that information when it comes to, to the security of the White House.
3: Yeah, exactly. And and I'll tell you what, they need more cameras in there. The places where there ain't a camera, put a camera in there. You know, do, do, do a little more, you know what I mean? Well, the, the what West I, Wing
0: is considered the residence wing of the the White House. I understand why there's not there, but they're all also all staffers. There's also outside guests of staffers. Now, when they say it's visitors, it's not just visitors. These are VIP guests of staffers that come in through that entrance. Um, you know, it's 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 hit or miss as far as you know. Do you want cameras inside your house that's open to you know outside people, and, and that's why they've determined that in that you know there is the residence. That's the West Wing. But for some reason, there is no cameras in the West Wing.
3: Yeah, well, they're not going to listen to me, so they could do what they want. But I'll tell you what, it's it's amazing. I never seen nothing like this in my life. Uh, you know. And then you got these people. The one guy, every time, you know, he he said, "If I want your opinion, I'll give it to you." I says, "No, it don't work that way." My <laughs> grandfather. My grandfather passed away. Oh, I you ain't like, my grandfather. I would have
0: liked to have been a fly in the wall in that conversation. Angelo, we're going to have to leave it there. Okay, buddy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Take care. It's Rob O'Donnell on WILK. We'll be back after the news. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM. Or anywhere on that Odyssey app. Don't forget that it's 5:38. Hopefully, you're done for the day. You're home. You're sitting on your porch, having your beer, having your coffee, having your iced tea, whatever it is you want to have. Uh, relaxing in your world. You're out of the boss's world, out of your employer's world. You know, we we if you break down the amount of time that we spend, you know, working in our lives, and then the amount of time we have. You really have to make the times we're home with our loved ones and just on our own. If you're by yourself, I don't care, special. You really need to focus on those times because they are truly who we are. Um, you know, I love what I do now, and I hope you guys love what you do for work. And it's it's, uh, it's a good place to be when you're like that. You know, I worked a, a, lot, of, a lot of places to, to say that, and uh, it's a goal. It should be a goal and uh it makes the day goes better it makes life better it makes uh makes your home life better it makes dealing with your children easier it makes deal you you'd be amazed how a toxic environment like work how a how a toxic coworker how a toxic manager a boss how that really throws your life into a tailspin how it it twists you know just the way your well-being just your health everything it really manipulates it i've been in some bad places with some bad you know, in, employers at some times throughout my life, and not not just employers, but basically bosses, supervisors, or managers, where they can they can really, if, if they're miserable, they definitely relay that you should be miserable. And, and a lot of times they're not happy if you're happy, because they're miserable and they look at you and they're like, well, if I'm miserable, I want this person to be miserable. And they do their best to do that. And we see it time and time again. And don't let them. Don't let them do that. Most people, when they leave their jobs, don't leave the job. They leave toxic people, not toxic environments. So uh, try and block those people out. Don't let them get to you. It's taken me decades to learn how to do that, and I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it now. So, He blocks um, me out all the time. Right? Not, that's not true. <laughs> Don't make me make car sounds again, Nikki. I'll make uh. car sounds again. <laughs> it's 5.40 here, W-I-L-K. It's time for traffic and weather. This
2: is toxic, okay? Yeah.
0: <laughs> this traffic
2: update is brought to you by Data Internet. There is a backup on 80 westbound by Bloomsburg now because of the construction that's going on. I thought they cleared it up. It was so nice earlier. Here today, but not now. That looks a bit jammed. We do have some slowing between wilkes we'll and Scranton on 81. Watch for that construction. 81 northbound around Waverly. You'll be dipping below the speed limit. Otherwise, we have no reports at the moment of any accidents in northeast PA. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic.
0: Well, thank you, Ninky. Here's You're the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, partly cloudy with seasonable temperatures, low 65. Wednesday, warm and mostly sunny, high 85. Thursday, hot and humid with some pop up afternoon storms, high 87. Friday, scattered showers and storms, high 85. It's currently 82 degrees with that foggy haze outside, that uh, smoky haze that's no good for you. At 541 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Uh, let me go to the phones here. It's 3 forty six. here. We have uh, Rich from Laughlin on drugs in the White House. Rich.
4: Thanks, Rob, for taking the call. Good show. Um, just want to say, uh, again, uh, Biden acts not only like a socialist but like a fascist, like he's the only one in charge here. It's, uh, I hate to be a broken record, the House has to approve funding and money and everything else. I don't think this is going to fly, and I can hardly wait till the Southern Republicans sue them again. But, you know, we had a uh, credit uh, the credit unions and the banks, both uh, about 20, 25 years ago, the credit unions uh, had to be bailed out. The banks had to be, some of them had to be bailed out 12 years ago, and the auto companies had to be bailed out, all because they didn't do things right financially uh if you give money to people that can 't stand on their two feet and get a loan, that means there 's a high probability they 'll probably fail on their loans I think, and I could just see them now oh, we 're going to have to give two point three billion dollars for the bailout you know, and i don 't think it 's right it 's probably illegal and the second thing I wanted to say is uh, this is I hate to put you on the spot this this is the secret service um uh, there to protect the president if there's a legal matter, or does he do they stand for the taxpayers? I'm just wondering, you know.
0: If there's a legal matter, they're, they're there for the personal protection of the president. Not the, they don't handle any of his legalities or anything like that.
4: Okay, so if he broke the law, they're not gonna, and they know about it. Will they cover up for him?
0: Well, we we could just go back through history, and I'm sure there's a lot of that that we can bring up, uh, depending on and all different presidents from both parties. Um, you're
4: right. You're, you're right with Kennedy and so forth. They're going back to the yeah. 60s. Yeah. Th- their,
0: their duty is to protect the president, how they determine that, how they define that. Now, I would like to think, obviously, that they would not cover up a crime. Um, but their job is not the investigating entity that would investigate a crime. So would they be as forthcoming as they could like, be?
4: I, just, I think with the, it's not the same thing with this uh, case with Kohlberger, how they took a month and using geniality, how they found out and traced them back to his house. I mean, if the Secret Service was so interested and there was the right evidence left, I'm sure that they could have went further with whose cocaine that was. But then again, it's not murder. I know it's not, you know, it doesn't rise to the occasion, I don't think, you know.
0: Yeah, and from my understanding that the Secret Service has destroyed that cocaine, so it no longer exists, so there's no way, no way to even follow up on that down the road. Now, if that's true or not, I saw it in several sources, but supposedly that that sample of cocaine that was found, the bag and everything to do with it, has been destroyed.
4: Kind of quick, I think, but I understand. I see what they're doing, Rob, you know. Uh, listen, have a good night. Thank you, Rob. Good, uh, good job as usual.
0: I appreciate it, Rich. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. Um, I just got some breaking news, and uh, I really don't have much on it, but it looks like the Michigan Attorney General, a Democrat, Attorney General Dana Nessel, is leveling felony charges against 16 Republicans that signed a certificate stating that Donald Trump won the Michigan 2020 presidential election. Each of the 16 people, including top Republican officials, will be charged with the following eight felonies. Two counts of election law forgery, two counts of forgery, uttering and publishing conspiracy to commit forgery, Conspiracy to commit election law forgery. Conspiracy to commit uttering and publishing. Not really sure what uttering and publishing is, but obviously there's a law and a conspiracy to do that. If convicted on all the charges, these 16 Republicans, whose average ages are almost 70, face up to 94 years in prison and tens of thousands of dollars in fines. Uh, That's just breaking now. I confirmed it through other sources. Um, they don't list the sixteen Republicans. I don't know if they're state officials or, or 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 national officials. It doesn't say in in the news article that I have. If this is true, if this is the route that Democrat Attorney Generals are going, you are asking for an all out mayhem as far as the judicial system goes. This is, I I understand one thing, but if this this is not. Good for us in America. I'm trying to look up. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it now at NBC News. Michigan Attorney General charges false electors over efforts to overturn the 2020 election. 16 people forged documents and claimed to be duly elected and qualified electors for the state of Michigan. Attorney General Dana Nessel said. Um, I'm looking through the article now to see if it lists any of them. The 16 individuals include Michigan GOP co-chair Sean Maddock and state Republican National Committee woman Kathy Burden, Michelle Longren, who was also charged. Previously told the local television station that she thought she was signing an attendance sheet for the meeting. Um, just looking at other, it doesn't go into any other names, but I guess those are the three, and it, it appears they're local officials to the state of Michigan, either GOP chair people or, or officials or whatever. And, and again, they, they're they going to an extent that they are going to regret. The, the ebbs and flows of power when it comes to politics is not always theirs, and they they are under the impression that it is. And if you've set a precedent now of weaponizing the judicial system, and this has nothing to do with if they're guilty or innocent. If he's guilty, if, if Donald Trump's guilty on anything that they're charging him with, if, if anyone that they're accusing now is guilty of what they're charging him with, they will get their consequences. But they've set up a process of weaponization where when the shoe's on the other foot, don't be surprised when it starts on your side. Don't be surprised when there's a Republican in the White House and an Attorney General is looking to prosecute Hunter Biden, and not be in power or enough to whoever it is to make it skeptical. And that's that's what I'll say to put it to make it to make it uh as easy as I can skeptical. There are plenty of people in the right positions who think there is plenty of evidence, including your IRS agents, your FBI agents, senior agents, that say there was plenty to jail him, to charge him, that the deal he gets, the deals he's getting are sweetheart deals. That won't always be there. And yes, there's double jeopardy, and I think that's why there is this low-level plea, because then they can't come at him for that charge again because of double jeopardy. But will there be others? We'll see. The mere fact that he wasn't even charged in the gun case, but he's going to a diversion program, might be an issue because he was never charged. He was never arrested for that. The fact he's agreeing to go to a diversion program in lieu of that charge, legally, I don't know where that stands. But there are going to be other things. Here, here's someone with a history, a life's history, of abusing Substance abuse, guns, prostitutes. There's going to be something else down the road where they're going to target them. Now, Joe Biden's an old man. If you saw the video today of him with the Israeli president, Joe Biden was in the middle of talking during this press conference with the Israeli president and all of a sudden just starts mumbling while he's looking down at the floor. It, It looks like he's falling asleep. It looks like he's passing out, but he's still talking. Albeit incoherently, but he's still talking. And uh, I, I posted the video on my social media. If you want to see it, everyone else has posted it. And he kind of mumbles for a couple of minutes. And the president of the Israeli president's looking at him like, "Is he okay? You know, am I? You know, is someone going to come help this man?" It, it looked like he had a mini stroke on stage while he was sitting there. His his chin went down to his chest. He's mumbling. He's still talking, and then. All of a sudden, you can't even hear coherent words coming out of his mouth. And then he kind of catches back again, but never looks up, never makes eye contact with anyone. It looks like he was just phased out. And that's our president. Anyone who thinks there's another four years in this guy is mistaken himself. And they have no one in the battings box. Governor Newsom from California? I don't think so. I don't think most of California would vote for him for president. That said... Here's a new saga in the Democrats weaponizing the justice system. A Democrat attorney general charging 16 GOP individuals for signing whatever they signed in Michigan. And and this just sets such a bad precedent for our nation. And how they think that this just goes on without a response is beyond me. And the response doesn't have to be immediate. It doesn't have to be now. They have set this as the precedent on how to deal with the opposition party. Just like Harry Reid set the nuclear option when it came to judges judicial selections. And look how that worked out. Each time it was said, don't do this. You're going to regret it. And I'm saying it now. They shouldn't be doing this. They will regret it. But it seems the status our country is in. It's 5.56 here at WILK. That's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show. We'll be back to end it in a minute. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show on this Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. I hope you enjoyed the show today. There were a lot of things we didn't get to today. I'm going to put them on tomorrow's schedule because they were really important stuff that we're going to be talking about. You know, some uh, senators that want to wanna run down on the SNAP programs and some other financial programs that the federal government does that they just want to, to know where the money's going. And I think we should and we deserve that. You guys, God bless. Be safe. We'll do this thing again tomorrow. This is the Rob O'Donnell Show. We'll see you again.